A broadcasting legend in his own mind. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Model. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the huddle. Me, Coach Muddle, Hugh Janus, Captain Jack. Captain Jack stuffing his pie hole. And, uh, you know, the rest of us are just uh, getting ready for, uh, you know, interesting night tonight. You know, we have a baseball game with Captain's alternate, alternate teams playing. No, 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 alternate no, no. Alternate one, alternate just two. Just alternate, not alternate, just, alternate. Just, yes, exactly. It's the alternate with A-L in particular in front. All right, anyway, the alternate, alternate teams are playing. No, no, it's not the alternate, alternate. I don't have any fucking alternate, alternate teams. I don't even have alternate teams. I just have rooting interests. Okay. And you know, that kind of pisses me off. The way that it it out there, it's like uh, an alternate way of calling me a fucking bandwagon fan. I'm not a bandwagon fan. He never called you a bandwagon fan, Captain. You You put it out there. No, 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 no. But but it's implied, and that's what pisses me off. Yeah. Well, I think what hurt, Captain, and this is nothing, it just so happens to be this year, the Lightning win the Cup, and now Tampa Bay are in the, the World Series, which that's out of your control. I, I understand that, but it's yeah, like yeah, I've yeah. been following yeah. the Rays since I've been going to games here, and, if and, I, and I follow the Lightning once I stopped hating them. And I admit I hated them for the longest time when when they beat my Flyers that way back when when they won their first Cup. So I. It's only until I got to know some of the players that I appreciated that I liked the players. And John Cooper, their coach, is a Raiders fan. So you put all of those things together. It was like, oh, well, you know, they're not a bad team to follow when they have really good, decent players that are personal. That they got I mean, from the Rangers. Uh, yeah. uh, Victor Hedman didn't get from the fucking Rangers because the Rangers suck. Thank you, their coach. Okay. <laughs> I think they only have maybe two or three players on their team that are from Six. the Rangers. Yeah. Six? Okay, yeah. name them, coach. I can't name them, but oh, I know there are six. Let's get let's we, uh, let's move past you two and talk about. All right, the game. since we have since we'll keep the topic on captains two alternate teams uh, and they're playing tonight. So Nick, what do you got? You got some some stuff going on for that? You want to give us a couple of uh, you know? I mean, there's a lot of props I haven't really looked at them to be honest with you because a lot of it's. More sucker things, in my opinion. You know, you can go by a game-by-game basis, and, like, tonight you can get over one-and-a-half bases on bets. I like that. I mean, Mookie Betts is a, a good player, so essentially he gets a double and you win. You know, now look, there are some nights you can go over four, but he gets a walk, whatever. Um, so that's one thing I'll give out. I'll give out Mookie Betts over one-and-a-half bases. And same thing with Corey Seager. Corey Seager's been lighting it up. He's the uh, captain. Pronounces rain for me for the Rays. Is it Ozareno or the guy who's Arose, lighting it up? Ozareno. He's just been seven home runs in the postseason. Been lighting it up. 
the best player on the Rays. And the guy I think that if they're going to win is going to have another big, you know, round here in the World Series. As for the Dodgers, Seager, five home runs in the NLCS, obviously the NLCS MVP. Um, I think they have a little bit more of the Dodgers. You know, maybe Bellinger has a big series. Betts has a big series. But the Rays, I think Ozerado is going to have to, you know, although Marcos played good too, um, but I, you know, I would lean on Ozerano obviously to be the guy for the Rays. Um, but yeah, so I, I'll give you those two things. And then for MVP, um, Jock Peterson's like forty to one. Now he's had a bad year, but you know, Captain Captain mentioned it like a week or two ago that a lot of times you see uh, Bellinger's going to play. From what I heard, Mike. Um, you see in these World Series where guys you've never heard of, not that you've never heard of Jock Peterson, but these guys will just have these magical World Series runs. So that's where you can look in the value in the MVPs. And Peterson has struggled this year. But, hey, man, no better time to get it going than in the World Series. You know, like I'll say, Steve Pierce a couple years ago with the uh, Red Sox. Nobody had heard of him. He's the World Series MVP and gets a big contract. And he was pretty much a minor leaguer until, like, I believe almost 30 and then kind of got into the league and was more of a bench player and had the huge World Series where he hit multiple home runs. I think it was like three or four home runs for the Red Sox. And they win the World Series, and he's the World Series MVP. So you do see a lot of that. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised, especially for the Rays more, because, you know, the Rays aren't very known and, you know, maybe there's a guy, Cash is hiding, you know, that could come up and uh, have a game. And, oh, look, I think the Rays, I don't think you could question. When you talk about salary cap and whatnot, when you look at what they have to work with and the Dodgers have to work with, the Rays may be the best the best run organization in baseball. I mean, because they're not – they're playing with, what, maybe a sixth or a fifth of the money that the Dodgers are playing with. So, and coach, I hate when you do the one thing, man. Keep it in the three boxes, all right? Everything look, my hands look huge, like, you know. Well, they are huge. Well, they are huge. Your ass is huge. I mean, what the hell, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, so, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see. But the Rays, the fact with the money they got, and um, the only thing is when you have a year like this, some guys tend to want to get paid. I don't know how these guys, their contracts work for the Rays, but – yeah, I mean, just, you know, they don't have any high-priced free agents, and they're consistently a good team. I mean, and now they're in their second World Series in 12 years, which, um, if I'm correct, that's as many as the Yankees. I think the Yankees have two as well. So, you know, now not the Dodgers, but still, I mean, it's impressive for what they have to – to uh, uh, Hugh Janus is my name. It's a it's – a, Coach did it. You know, he's a jerk ball. He put my name in as a joke, and now I got to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what about, you know, Be- Bellinger? I mean, freak act, you know, I mean, high five the guy. I would call it more stupidity. Yeah, 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 yeah. From, uh, Captain, have you heard anything? I heard he's playing. That's what uh, I believe Dave Roberts said. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything to belie that, so I would think so. I mean, he's probably. I mean, why why rest now? You you have like right. a day, you had like a two days, actually maybe a day and a half of rest for the Dodgers. The Rays had two and a half um, for that, but yeah, I mean, uh, he has at most seven more games to go. At most, right? right. So 
joke. Like you tough it out, and as long as as long as you can deal with it, and he's dealt with it before, right? And yeah, maybe he takes something off his swing. Maybe he uh, it'll probably be you'll see it offensively. I don't think it's going to affect him defensively out in center right. field. Neither do but, I. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's his throwing arm. No, it's his it's his left arm, I believe. I oh, thought wait. they yeah. said it was his right. Oh uh, well, well, you have to. Yeah, you know, we'd have to look that up. But uh, no matter what, it's I would think because it it, it came out, it was dislocated, right. and I know that's not going to be just you're going to wake up the next day and everything's good. You know, I I've dislocated my shoulder before, and man, if you'd see the thing, I literally my shoulder dislocated. Somebody went up and popped it out. All you see was literally just me just go like a freaking tower, like just going over. And then as soon as I went on the ground, you see that natural reaction of me kicking my feet, obviously. Because, I, I mean, it was some of the worst pain I've ever had in my life. And then you got to go through the pain and putting it, them putting it back in place. Um, and I remember how sore it was. So he's going to be sore. And let's not forget, too, he's only on one day's rest. So it, I will be curious to see what happens. And, and now maybe managers will tell, hey, guys. Maybe, especially in the playoffs, let's stop the whole, you know, where we link arms. And, and those guys go in, and these are athletes, and, you know, who are lifting weights every day a lot, and you're going as hard as you can to hit arms. I mean, it's like that dope grammatica when he tore his ACL. I was going to say, what, uh, God bless it. I was going to say that it, the biggest stupid celebration move since grammatica with the Cardinals, you know, when, when he kicks a field goal, so happy. He jumps up and down, and uh, I think it was an ACL that when when it came down on it, you know, it was it was messed up. So yeah. such is life. Yeah, yeah I, and he I stopped really, being automatic grammatic after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just uh, try hitting a tree drunk on Jim Big Big Time Pain. Yeah, I'm sure that would hurt too. Hitting a tree, I, I don't. It's not. So- I, well, I flipped my car, so, yeah, I know how that goes. And as surprising as it would sound, I was underneath the, the, the steering wheel afterwards, so <laughs> even as big as I am. So, uh, yeah, Gus Farad headbutt. Oh, that yeah, Gus Farad, good old Gussy Gus, yep. Yeah, but, you know, back to the series, I think this one's going seven. I mean, look, I, I said the Dodgers now the last couple months, I got to stick with the Dodgers, and I do think, as crazy as it may sound, I don't like, obviously, that all the pitchers they had to pitch in seven. But I think Kershaw missing the game and them still finding a way to get through has now become an advantage. Because you have Kershaw in one, and if they can get out and get that lead tonight, this is a very important game for the Dodgers. And, you know, you got Bueller going in three, who's their best pitcher. You know, it's an advantage. And, and, and not just that tonight, Glass now. Not a great postseason pitcher. He's got like a five six ERA in the in the postseason. You know, look, he can throw hard. I mean, look, everybody on the Rays throws ninety seven. It seems like. I mean, he, you know, the guy that scares me for the Rays obviously is Morton. I mean, he, you know, the guy he has a point four ERA in, in game clinching games. So that's that's the guy who scares me because there's just certain players. Kurt Schilling was like that. That when the big times there. You know, Clemens was that way. They just can find a way to elevate their game and take it to the next level. And that's that's Charlie Morton. I mean, you know, Houston won a championship because of him. And I'll tell you this, they regret letting his ass go because if he's on Houston, they probably win that series and and don't and and beat the and beat the A's. I mean, the uh, 
for the Rays, excuse me. The, uh, you know, but he's the game seven guys. That How are they doing the uh, off day? What do they play two, off, two, off, and then three? Two, I off, two off, three, off, two. Yep, right. And I think that's better, obviously, for the Dodgers because you can plan around it. Like I said, when you're in that seven games and seven days, I think that leans towards the Rays because the Rays have the great bullpen. And, you know, it's to their advantage. So, um, I think this, you know, leans better to the Dodgers, obviously. Um, doesn't mean they're going to win, but, I mean, they're heavy favorites. I mean, which I was surprised because I think – I don't think this is a coin flip per se. I th- but I would say, in my opinion, I would go like 60% Dodgers, 40% Rays. But they're they're 2 to 1. So, you got to lay $210 for $100. I mean, they're a, that's a pretty big favorite to, to win it. And uh, I don't think they're that, that much better than the Rays. Yeah, we're talking about the 2000 World Series, Angela. Yeah, of course we're talking about this World Series. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, she's talking about, we were talking about Charlie Morton. He pitched for the Astros, but yes. they won it in 2017. I was talking about that. And Schilling, yeah, that's before. But yeah, he Schilling was a, let's not forget the bloody sock game, man. Where he's got a uh, you know attendant attached and sorry coach I know that was against your Yankees sorry Jason I know mm-hmm. that doesn't sit well with you but you know I know with the Phillies and I remember with Arizona he beat you guys there too um, Schilling's a gamer man you can't deny it yeah he was a gamer you know but it is what it is you know he showed up and got it done when it needed to be uh, done she's putting an asterisk on it that's what she's talking about. Asterix 2020, get it. I get it now. Oh, Captain, don't like it. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, now, I get it now. Now, what do you guys got in the World Series, Captain? He's sitting there chewing his food because it's really <laughs> tough <laughs> call for him because he's got he's got two alternate teams. It doesn't matter uh, for him. Coach, let it go. So he's deep in thought. All right, All right. deep in thought. Again, uh, Coach, double fuck you. Okay, I want to make sure that gets done. <laughs> I have my AL team or the alternate team that I support, which beat the fuck out of your Yankees, and that still pisses you off, so that's just the way it is there. Um, I, I probably would say Dodgers in seven. I just, I, I think that it's their year. Um, it wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if the Rays won in seven. But looking at what they have, uh, I, I like the Rays pitching better than the Dodgers. But I like the way that it's set up to help them out. Like, like you said, the, the off days and rest, they can they can throw different. Uh, they can mess around with their rotation yeah. in order to help them out a little bit more. Uh, but I'll take. I'll say Dodgers in seven. But yeah, that, that, and, that's and, just and Captain mind. getting Bueller twice and Kershaw twice. That helps them. You know what I mean? To where it's obviously if it was seven and seven, you don't get Kershaw twice. You don't get right. Bueller twice. I mean, don't get me wrong. They, you know, the Rays got Morton, but still that that plays to their hands. And then you could throw the kid who the one thing Dave Roberts did do that I really liked in game seven, uh, Urias. He stuck with him. A lot yeah. of guys would have pulled him. He, he, you know, was six up, six down. You know, so, you know, I was I was so worried he was going to go to Jansen. Because Jansen did look better in the last game he pitched. But, you know, it's game seven of the LCS here. He stuck with Urias. Urias shut him down in the ninth, and you win the series. So, 
I thought that was one thing Dave Roberts did right, you know, managing on feel and not playing everything by the damn computer. Yeah, I would say that I'll take I'll take the two games that that uh, Morton has. I'll take that. I'll take those. Uh, I just like I said Morton is money. Um, Snell, for the a former Cy Young win, winner that he was, what was that like last year or or the year before? But mm-hmm. he he was the Cy Young winner, but he's been relatively inconsistent this year. And uh, and I said. Uh, What's his nose? I cannot remember his friggin' name. The guy, the guy that we got from the Pirates. Glasnow. Um, Glasnow. Uh, I always, always want to say Syndergaard, but I know that's that's he's on the Mets. But it's it's just that G and S thing. Um, he he's he's a he was a very good pitcher in the in the in the uh, regular season, mm-hmm. but he it's I don't want to say he's been bad in the postseason. He just hasn't been as overwhelmingly good. Yeah, in the postseason that he was in the regular season, right. um, especially I say last year uh, he was lights out. Yeah, and I'm talking last year, the full year. Uh, right. he, he was decent this year, but we'll see what we, what we have. That's why I said I'll take I'll take a seven game series. I, I like that number as well. Um, uh, I, I I think that Kershaw is probably going to gag at least one of his games. It, it, it's just because I think it's up here. Yeah. Uh, with him, uh, I, I don't fully expect him to to win both of his starts. Bueller, I, I like him in both of his starts. So, I, like I said, it's going to be a seven game series. And mm-hmm. uh, watch out for people like uh, uh, Renfro uh, or uh, Brasso who who took uh, Chapman deep. Renfro, isn't he a? It, it, no, he, he his name's Hunter Renfro too. Is yeah, it really? It, it, it's the same. Well, no, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, say it's spelled differently. With an A, I mean, with an A. I yeah, think it's yeah, with an A and the yeah. other guy's with a W. Right, right. Hunter Renfro, the receiver for the uh, the Raiders. Hunter Renfro, the outfielder with an E for the Rays. Okay. But uh, he, he's a good, uh, like I said, he's a good uh, off the bench type of player. Um, I went to Margot, has played wonderful as well. I think, I think that the Rays have a lot better underrated bench players. Yeah. Than the Dodgers do. Dodgers got a lot of good good guys on their bench, but I like the Rays. Everybody off their bench is, is somebody that will surprise you. Yeah, and that's another reason why I think it'll go seven. Uh, just uh, somebody's going to get that, yeah. that hit. And the one thing about the Dodgers too, they're they're one of the more patient teams when it comes to hitting. They'll make pitchers pitch and throw a lot of pitches. I mean, you know, Muncy and Betts, obviously. Bellinger, you know, there's a lot of hitters up there that are very, uh, you know, not patient, you know, for a lack of a better word. And, the, you know, the, the, the Dodgers will come out and make you throw pitches and, you know, take counts full. Um, so that's one thing with them. They, that's what they do to Anderson. Anderson, I think, had almost 80 pitches after three innings in game seven. So the Dodgers will make you pitch. They don't chase a lot. Um and like once again, like we said, I mean, you look at that lineup. You got Betts leading off. You got Seager too. You got Muncie, who is having a down year, but still he's a player. You got Bellinger. You got uh, you know obviously Jock Peterson, who was a stud. You know had a down year this year, but still you never know if he gets hot at the right time, he can be dangerous. Um, but uh, it, it's it'll it whatever. Like I said, the thing that's good is you got the two best teams. 
that were the best during the regular season are now playing in the World Series. And I think, and look, you know what? I think it's been a good playoffs. We all not might not like the results, but I think it's been a good a good playoffs. It really has been a lot of good games. Uh, you, you know, coming down to the end, two good championship series, and I think we're going to have a really good World Series. I think so too, and and uh, I, I'm I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I really can't wait to see it. Yeah. All right, great. You'll probably be you and three other people watching that game. No, uh, yeah, right. There's gonna be a lot of people watching. I mean, Dodgers have a, a huge. I mean, I know the Rays aren't as big, but it's it's you know it's the Dodgers and it's still baseball. It's World Series. I think a lot of people will be tuning in. Okay. Um, Who do you like, Coach? Uh, I, I I'm jumping on the bandwagon here. I, I mean, I was the Dodgers. You know, um, and surprised me that, you know, Captain went against his alternate team. You yeah. asked me who I thought was going to win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, it's not it's not a matter of rooting interest. It's called, you know, being analytical in, in what your thought is. Oh, okay. Which, by the way, now that I got another uh, segue to fucking come at you with, okay, the fuck is this shit? Say, oh yeah, gee, coach, thanks for letting him uh, come at you from the scouting. Don't you like to watch things and take in notes so that you are sound a little bit more intelligent when you're about ready to make a point for things? Like if you're going to be talking about a Buccaneers team for people that ask you on their shows, coach, and not ne- you necessarily, no. but I've been asked. No? Oh, so yeah. you like to be, you like to be the, the, the pretentious asshole that you think? Yep. Okay, well, that, that's fine. That's what I, I do. Like to, I he like does know, like that a lot, Captain. I he like loves to know being a pretentious what I'm talking about, so when somebody says something to me, I said, you know, I agree with that because I saw this player doing that in a in several of the games. I like to know what the hell I'm talking about, so you know what? I, I don't. Mean? I just, I I just pulled out of my ass. That's yeah, what I do. Yeah, I just double, pulled double, out of my double, ass because I'm not analytical. I am an analyst. Okay. That's what I, that's what right. I do for a living, okay? Yes, but you couldn't analyze the fact that it was a goddamn fumble on Monday night, oh, though. Oh, let's not go back to that. Let's not go back to that. Now, if you heard one today. More, one more and I'm gone. All right. All right. We count one, one, two, three. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. No, no, you, you, don't, you don't believe me? Oh, you don't believe me? I mean, if you got to go, you got to go, Captain. If you can't, take it. No, I'm not, you know, it's not, it's not that I'm taking it, you're fucking, and I like you, coach, but you're fucking ignorant, and that pisses me off. Now ignorance maybe. pisses me off. Okay. I like you personally, but your ignorance pisses me off. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. Can we move on to Miami? All right. <laughs> now, the Dolphins today, and, you know, I like the move, but I think you make it last week. You know, let him play the Jets. Now his first game is going to be the Rams. Yeah. And you got Aaron Donald coming at you. To me, just for the confidence and to make him feel comfortable, let him play the Jets. Let Tua go in against the Jets. Uh, it's almost like playing a JV team. You know, right. get him a little. Let him, but, you, you know, as we all know, guys, confidence is a big thing with quarterbacks. And it can go quickly. I mean, look at Joe Burrow. Everybody was loving him. And now he's been getting killed for five weeks. And... You know, I don't think the confidence is there as much. So I would have probably played Tua last week. I like the move, regardless. I, I've been saying it. I, you know, I like Fitzpatrick and all, but I think, you know, they got a shot at the division. The Bills lost last night. Josh Allen does not look as good as he did. They're 4-2. and two. The, You know, the, 
Uh, obviously, New England's two and three, I believe, and Dolphins are three and three. So they got a shot at the division, and I think your best chance of winning, in my opinion, is with Tua behind quarterback, other than Fitzpatrick. Excuse me. I think we talked at the beginning of the season. I thought this was about the time they were going to probably yeah, put him did. in with B- yeah. and just to make sure that injury was right. I mean, they gave him some snaps on Sunday. So, and I think yeah, he, last series though, or last two series. Yeah, yeah I probably would have put him in a little bit sooner than, uh, you know, maybe the whole second half or something. But, you know, and man, uh, Dallas looked bad last night. Yeah. Really now, bad. What do, you, what do you think on Tua? I, I agree in the fact that uh, it, actually, I don't even see why, other than you know, giving him like, uh, here, here, kid, it, it's the end of the game, yeah, go right. win. I would have I would have had him play the entire game against the Jets again because the Jets are a team that that really have nothing going for them. He could have had a whole game of confidence building instead of just like that last that last uh, series that he did. Right. I, I like the introspection a moment where he was out there. There was nobody else in the stands, and he's soaking it all in. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they told him that at the, at the end of the game says. Guess what, kid? You're playing. You're starting next week, and I think that might have been one of the reasons why he was out there soaking it all in, saying, "Yeah, th- this is now my team, and, and I got it." Uh, but yeah, wh- why, why, why throw him a bone with two series to go? Like, yeah, rah rah. Have him play, like I said, a tune-up game against a team that is not very good, and now you're going up against a team out uh, in the NFC West which actually does have a very good defense when they have all their things going yep. for them. And I just – I don't understand it. I don't know who they play after the Rams, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'd have to look at the schedule. But I, I just it, – it's weird timing. Coach right. did have it right, said about five, six weeks. I think he did play. say around the bye week. That's what he said. Yeah. That's right. They're, they have a bye this week, yeah. and then he's going to start. So right. he'll so have two weeks of going with the ones. and, and yeah. I, I just – with in. that hip – and thinking about Aaron Donald as a coach, that would worry me. Yeah. You know, that that would worry me. Um, I mean, <laughs> you're talking about probably this might be the scariest pass rusher in the game right now. I mean, right. definitely internally, you know, in regards to defensive tackles, no doubt. And, yeah, I mean, so they, they better have a game plan. They better be double teaming Aaron Donald and be beware. I mean, um, but, look, to a – Played a lot of big games in Alabama. I know it's not the NFL, but still, I think he's prepared. And and I think the Rams, too, you saw it. Let's not forget. You, you saw it against the Niners. They're, they're four, they were 4-1 and run, one going to that game. But let's not forget the four teams they beat, the NFC East. That's who they beat. Oh, and, and, and that's, right. look, this division, and look, the Eagles are banged up, and even Dallas is banged up. But this might be the worst division in history. I mean, it's it's bad. And, and, and like, you know, like I said, I, I contribute I a lot. I don't think that 8-8 eight eight is going to be a, a division winner. I think I don't think anybody gets the 500. No, no, I don't think so either. I think that's a pipe dream. I, I think, mean, come on. Look, the, the winner of this game is either tied or going to be in sole possession of first place come uh, Thursday right. night. You know? And then the Cowboys and Redskins play on Sunday. Right. So... Yeah, I mean, I really believe there's a chance six and ten, or six nine and one for the Eagles might take that division. And you just think about that. That's that's, and I'll tell you this: though, as crazy as it sounds, 
I wouldn't want to play the Eagles if they're healthy. If they have Jeffrey and Jackson and Rager and this Fulgham kid and Ertz and Goddard, because they're all supposed to come back. If they have their full complement, the Eagles, you know, it's still a team that's been in the playoffs the last three years that's won a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl winning head coach. You know, I'd much rather play per se, the Bears than them. And wouldn't that be a great first-round matchup? The Packers are going to win that division. And the Bears then would be the highest um, wildcard team. So it would be Nick Foles versus old team in the playoffs. Because obviously the Eagles would be the lowest seed of the divisions, obviously. So it would be Eagles-Bears in the first round. And boy, wouldn't that be a story with Nick Foles coming to Philadelphia to play against his old team. And um, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens because the Bears are 5-1 and one, and uh, the defense looks no, good. No, that's uh, winning games. Nick, the, he does. If they're the top wild card seed, they don't play the division winner. Yeah, they, they do. No, the bottom, uh, they play the other oh, wild well, I don't card. I think they're going to be the top. I meant, the, I don't think they're going to win the division, though. No, but the, then, wild, the wild card, it's going to be wild, the lowest seed wild card plays the lowest seed division, and then the two wild cards play each other. Right. But, but I'm this year, I it's going to be different, though. You have three wild cards and three divisions. Each team is going to play a, a wild right. card team. Well, I'm saying to you, Coach, if they're the best playoff wild card team, they would play the Eagles because the Eagles are going to be the lowest seed oh, right, of right, the right. teams. Yeah, yeah. You follow yeah, me? Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. They're going to be the lowest seed of the, the, the would be Eagles Bears. Gotcha. So, which would be a big story. I mean, it would be a big story, especially in Philadelphia. And it's a shame it wouldn't be fans to say it because it would be wild. I mean, Foles is like God. There's a statue of him in the stadium. Um, and there's that whole debate of Foles Wentz, and I think it's hung over Wentz's head a lot. I really do, and I think it's part of his problem. I think there's a lot of pressure on his shoulders. I think it's Super Bowl or bust, and, you know, um, I think that's some of the reason, part of the reason he, and look, I think a lot of it's unfair. I think there's a lot on his shoulders, and he's trying to do too much, but still, like, you know, he, he hasn't gotten the job done that year. I will play it at, at halftime. If yeah, he'll play with himself, maybe. He'll play with himself. So, now, did you yeah. guys hear, too, Washington still going to be the football team in 2021? Yeah. They're yeah, not going to give him a name. Right, and, and I said I said this when they when they came out with all of this stuff. Uh, with the with, Well, they're going to have the name. The guy, I said, no, I said, normally it takes about anywhere from a year and a half at the minimum to get everything squared away, to have the, the production line done. So even if they say to have the name like right at the beginning of next year, when they start saying, okay, the, the team will be named the Washington Alley Cats. I'm just pulling one out of uh, like coach's butt there um, for, for the name. Okay. It'd be the Washington Alley Cats and they announce it at the beginning for the 2021 season. It still takes that year to ramp up the production for all of the push and all of the marketing and all the other things. So, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. When, uh, if they said, oh, no, no, we're going to have a name by the beginning of the day. I said, no, you're not. I said, I don't know what they're going to do because they need to make sure it meets all specs, that they go with all the lawyers that have to check out all of the different things of 
that that is a regular name change type stuff. So when they took that name away, and and they were they were basically bullied into it, they were bullied into changing that name. That they they went on the course and said, okay, it's going to take quite a while, a year, year and a half to get things squared away. So yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Um, that it that I think it's just all the stars aligned finally because Daniel Snyder was adamant he wasn't going to change. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But they had the whole sexual harassment thing come out, the climate of 2020 and everything. I just felt, you know, they. I think they just felt it's better off right now to fall in line. And I really think Daniel Snyder was worried about possibly losing in that organization and almost like a Donald Sterling type situation where they forced the sale. I mean, right. you know, the NFL is going to do what the NFL wants to do. And if the owners want him out, he'll be out. And, you know, he doesn't – look – Look how big of the money he's made off the Redskins. I mean, and it just grows and grows in equity. I mean, he's making money every year, but just think about equity. The team's worth billions. I mean, he's made billions of dollars in equity on that team. Um, and I think, too, he's a power-hungry type guy. And look, I mean, he's one of the worst owners in sports. I mean, that franchise has been a disgrace since he bought it. Um I picked up my black and threw the uh, <laughs> on Thursday, right? Yeah, sorry, and he said he ain't getting it done on Thursday. So, <laughs> okay. I, I, so I thought he said on Thursday that's what he was going to no, do. No, that's what he said. Coach game. said he won't be able to finish it by Thursday night. It's going to take him a day. <laughs> oh. so. <laughs> okay. so there you go. Hey, Stiz, just go get your toilet brush, cut the handle a little bit, put it in the drill bit, and then it'll and man, it works tremendous. It's awesome. So, just saying. Yeah. You, what time's first pitch tonight? Do you guys know? Don't care. 8-11. I just saw it. Sorry. 8-11. So, and, uh, but anyway, yeah, Daniel, jo Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, terrible. Uh, but Daniel Snyder did say, he said, I think I'm just going to keep this name. Like, he wasn't going to come up with a new name. Uh, he's already come out and said that, that he's not changing it. He's going to leave it to Washington football team. Really? Yeah. Well, I think that's an F you to the NFL. Yes, that's what it is. He's just being. He's just being. You're making me change it. Then I'm going to change it. I'm just going to leave it at this. That's that's well. just what he's going to do. So that's that. That was his. Uh, I read an article uh, not too long ago on that. So. And, and one thing too, coach had brought up too about props for uh, World Series. Another one that's good value. You can get um, a uh, Captain <laughs> Brown's the guy. A razor, a, I always get it wrong. A razorina. Well, Randy, a rosarena. A rosarena. You can get him plus nine hundred for MVP. Nine to one for a guy like that. If you, especially if you think the Astros, excuse me, the Astros, the uh, Rays are going to win. That's great value, I think. And you got to look at things too, like on a game by game value. I think the Rays, especially if you think it's going to go seven. The value's with the Rays, because you look at a game like tonight, Kershaw's minus 172. So the Rays are a big underdog, and if you bet every game and bet the Dodgers last series, you lost money. If you bet the Braves, you made money. And you'd say, well, what are you talking about? The Braves only won three games. Well, the Braves were underdogs. One game, they were a two-to-one underdog and won. So you're betting 100 and winning 200. So in a game-by-game -game value, I've get, uh, you know the Rays are going to be more value because – the, the numbers so inflated. Kershaw, especially in the playoffs, 
and pitching against a good team shouldn't be a 172 favorite, you know? And the other thing that worries me too, Captain had said he thinks he'll lose at least one. And I'm curious too, what's his health like? You know, they're not talking about that, but he had back spasms and missed game two of the LCS, which, you know, I know he pitched game four, but he didn't look particularly great. I think he pitched five innings, four runs. So, you know, what's that back feeling like? Is he still having spasms? And, you know, you know, too, if you start a guy and he's got to go out in the first or second inning or something, it's going to destroy your bullpen. So uh, that that plays into it, too. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll be looking forward to how he looks tonight because I think it's important to get that first game. I yeah, mean, especially and, and, in the World Series. And I think this might be with the one game I'm talking about. It's that the, right. the Dodgers are coming in. They have that one less day of rest. That the, that the Rays didn't have. You got Kershaw, who is chopping at the bit to to prove I'm not I'm not a screw up in the postseason, but he kind of has been. Again, I feel for the guy. He again will be if the, if he loses, he will be the record winner of most appearances in a postseason without a World Series ring, and right. that was that would solely belong to him. I think it's uh, twelve. Right. Wow. Yeah, and, I, and I'm really curious too if if we talked about it last night, but if the Dodgers don't win, I, I know you've been in the World Series three of the last four years, but to me it's like you, you just you can't seem to get it done when it matters. And you know, I wonder if they move on from Dave Roberts. I mean, I know you say, but still, you've lost three or four World Series. I mean, you know, that's that's not good. I mean, it's almost like the Braves and that Braves team, you know. To think what they had, Smoltz and Maddox and Tom Glavin and all the hitters they had, you know, Freddie McGriff, Chipper Jones, I mean, Andrew Jones, you know, for a point there, uh, just a ton of Terry Pendleton. I mean, they were loaded. And the fact they only have one World Series, yeah. I mean, is is crazy. Now, I know they thought they had the one against your Yankees where they were up 2-0 and then yeah. Yankees took four straight, but... Yep. And the only one they could get, they beat the Indians. So it's almost like a default World Series, in my opinion. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Indians just can't win anything. <laughs> and everybody always forgets about Steve Avery, but Steve Avery was that number four pitcher, and they wouldn't have they wouldn't have beat and a heck of a one. Yeah, they wouldn't have beat. But they always get Madden or uh, uh, Glavin and Maddox Smoltz. and 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 Smoltz. But everybody yeah. always forgets Steve Avery. All right, I'm just no, you're right, and. Look, they lost a lot of World Series. I mean, we talked about the other day, the, the Minnesota one, where Smoltz, I believe, pitches 10 innings, and it was a one nothing loss because Jack Morris just threw his, his you know, which probably the, might be the best game in World Series history. Um, but still, it, you know, you didn't get it done. And then they had, I believe, I know they, like we said, but they lost the Yankees in 96, and there was one or two other ones in there as well. So, uh, yeah, and, then, and they won how many divisions in a row? I mean, it was up to like 2006 or 2007. They went from like nine. They went like 15 straight years winning the division, and until what was it 96 when the wild card started? Because what 91 to 96, you were right in the LCS. Because remember, there was no wild card, obviously. So you were, you know, you won the division. You were in the LCS series because there was only two divisions in each uh, league. Yeah, and and for for the Atlanta Braves to be in the National League West. For all those years, it <laughs> no is sense. no sense at all. No, nah, it didn't. 
And and Stiz, yeah, Deshaun is playing Thursday night. That's a definite. But I mean, for how long? For how long? Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. he's shot. His hamstrings are shot, and his whole thing's speed. So if you don't have your legs, what's the point? Because right. Deshaun's all about speed. I mean, that's what you you know he's used for. And look, if he can play, it helps out a lot. But I don't know. You know, and that hurts. Line, Ertz really hurts you for being yeah. hurt because I think uh, I think he's on the trading block. Yeah, I agree. I, just, I think I, I could have seen you know you could have seen him move to a team that that needed a tight end uh, looking to make a move. You know, I, I think it's possible. Uh, I think he's out three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, but now too, coach, I think they're going to say take out Fulgham. Because Ertz or Goddard's not there, so you have no tight end that scares you. I mean, Fulgham's been the guy who's done it the last three weeks. I think they're going to try to take him out of the game and not worry about Deshaun or just maybe throw a safety deep. Um, and then you got no Miles Sanders. You got Boston Scott. And I'm right. still surprised, Coach, because the Eagles are still a four-point favorite. It, but Boston Scott, remember, had the big game against the Giants, the Giants last year. Yeah, kind of put his name on the – uh, What? He hasn't looked good this year. I know he hasn't, but I'm just saying last year against the Giants, every, that's how he knew that everybody knew his game. game. He had a big game against the Giants. On Monday night, too. Yeah. Now, this is Thursday night, but still. Slayton is uh, game time. Game time decision? Yeah, he's been ha- – he's been ha- he has a nagging lower body injury, yeah. so uh, and we'll see. If we could go back to last night's games, obviously – um, boy, have the Bills come down to earth. Uh, Andy Fast. ran the shit out of the ball. And that's the thing that surprises me. I didn't think their offense was going to be as good as it was the Bills, but the offense has come down to earth. I mean, their defense. I mean, the Chiefs, Andy's never been known to run the ball. But I think and, the weather really factored into that. Yeah, but still, they were just – I mean, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had like 170 yeah. yards. Yeah. I mean, they were – any running back they brought in – it was just five, six yards, five, six yards, you know, 11 yards. I mean, and where does Bell fit in? Though? Where where does Be- Le'Veon Bell fit in? Uh, I mean, I think he does. I, I mean, I think Hilaire is still going to be the guy. I think they're looking at him as, you know, just in case something happens to Hilaire. And let's not forget, a lot of these college players in their first year hit yeah. that wall, exactly. you know, because that- they're so used to the college season. Right. And now you got Bell just in case he does hit that wall. And, you know, Hilaire had a fumble almost last night. And if you get something like that, coaches like to go to the backup. And how about, you know, we transition talking about fumbles. How about Zeke last night? Yeah. I mean, you just gave this guy $90 And, million and, and you jinxed yourself because I, I believe uh, whoever the sideline reporter was, uh, she goes, yeah, we're talking to Zeke. He said, I don't think you'll see me fumble the rest of the year. Right. And, she just jinxed him. Boom. He fumbled, and then boom, fumbles again. Right. But when you look at the Cowboys, they gave him $90 million. You gave Jalen Smith all the money. You gave him the linebacker, and he's underplaying. And now, you know, you're going to have to franchise Dak or pay him. They're going to have so much money tied into this team, they can't fix this defense. So unless they literally hit on every draft pick, Mm-hmm. Defensively, right. I mean the Cowboys. Another injury to your of offensive line. Yeah. Well, you know, Tyron Smith's out for the year, and he's getting older. 
Lyle Collins is still young, but he's out for the year. Frederick, the center, he he retired. And then Zach Morton had a concussion last night, yep. who was one of the best guards in football. So, you know, Dallas is dealing with injuries, too. But I loved how everybody was like, oh, the Red Rifle, he's going to come in there. He's got a lot of weapons. They're going to be okay. Well, how did you feel about it after last night? Dak, and I said the, first, the biggest thing was going to be his feet. They were going to miss, and you could mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. Because Dak can get you those first downs with his feet and move in the pocket. And, man, when Andy Dalton got pressure last night, he almost started the game with a pick six. Former Eagle Jordan Hicks freaking drops the ball. Well, you thought it was laced up with uh, Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and, and I hey, I was one of those guys that said I thought Dalton would be, you know, he's not used to having that many weapons and, you know, would be good. I, I didn't think, I, I mean, I never said he was going to be better than Dak. I never said that. I just said that that offense was not going to take, I didn't think the drop-off was going to be that big. As you saw last night, it was off a cliff. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. So. And, and the thing is, is that they got they got behind so far. Yep. It, it, you know, the, the if the Cowboys are within a score, you still have your offense, you know, hitting with, with Zeke, pound, pound, pound. But when you're down like two or three scores, yep. it's like, hey, hey, Red, uh, guess what? We need you to start throwing the ball. Yep. And, and the funny thing is, is that you have people like Cooper, which I think had like maybe two or three catches. I know that they did the stat the one time he had one catch. And I giggle every time I see Amari Cooper because he wanted to go to a winner and get paid. Well, he got paid. But he yeah. ain't going for a winner. But another uh, guy getting $100 million that doesn't deserve it. <laughs> exactly. C.D. Lamb, uh, good kid. Yep. And uh, I, I think that they – he got mugged in that one play that they got in it. Uh, they got yeah, that was a bad call. Yeah. That was a horrible call. But I, I like I like the way C.D. played, and that will be a positive thing for him. But they gave – like you said, they gave that all that money to Cooper. They have all that money spread out to people that are underperforming. And then you've got, like I said, a Dax gone for the year. And then you it's not just this year. You gotta figure out how he's gonna play when he comes back because a lot of it is up here when you get an injury like that. Right. A lot of it is up there. And so he might not even be back to form until maybe at least a quarter or third of the season if he has that confidence to, to get him back to where it is. But I think that the Cowboys are toast for a while. Yeah. And and two you know, you saw it last night. He tried to run the ball, McCarthy. And I think that's the right way to do it. I mean, Zeke, you gave him all that money, take a little pressure off your defense and your quarterback up quarterback. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have the two fumbles and then boom, boom. Because the defense started off with three stops last night. You know, they stopped them three times in a row. And then the fumble happens. And the one, they were on the 50-yard line starting. And then, like I said, Zeke has the two fumbles, 14 nothing. And look, Tony Pollard looked better than Zeke last night. And Zeke's confidence, he didn't look like he took the blame for the loss afterwards. But, you know, you really got to reevaluate because you look at a lot of these contracts. Christian McCaffrey, I get, even though he did end up getting hurt. But he's so much younger. But you look at now, Le'Veon Bell got paid. How'd that work out? Uh, Gurley got paid. How'd that work out? Look at the Zeke contract now. How'd that work out? The way to do it is how the Raiders did it. And I'm not just going because it's captain scene, but if you draft these young running backs like Josh Jacobs, you run them for four or five years, 
and then you say goodbye. And I know it's a shitty way to look at things, but that's how you right. look at the running back position in this league. I agree. You know, because it's just it's a tough position, and these guys fall off a cliff. And that's and that's why I never agreed with Saquon being the you know number two overall pick. You yeah, could have had you could have had Chubb. You could have had Chubb at the beginning of the second round. He was there in the second round. Yeah, you know, right. So no. And you know, it's it's yeah, like it's uh, it's it's a tough position. And they're in, and, and look, I understand the running backs want to get paid. I get it. I would want to if I was a running back because your 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 shelf life isn't what right. Other Mike Chargers are. did it with Gordon. They didn't pay him. They shipped yeah. him out. Yeah. And now look at him. I mean, he doesn't look as good with the Broncos. Um, he was hurt last game. It's 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 tough, you know. And it's I know it's a shitty thing, but do you want to pay somebody like Zeke ninety million? And look at the Rams. You know how much dead money they got this year because of Gurley. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, right. it's it it's it, it it affects your team. And the Rams, just think what they could have done with that dead money with Gurley. To maybe take that four and two team and make it a little bit better defensively or a little bit younger on that offensive line, whatever it may be. I mean, that money could be spent just like with the Bears. I'll never understand. You know, I I would have traded Trubisky. You know, get. I mean, I, somebody might have bid on it. You know, it's a waste of money. You know, and that's why because I never understood. Everybody knew Nick Foles was going to be the guy, and they're lucky they started off three and zero. Well, they didn't they pick really up his are. option. They didn't pick up his option, so he's done after right. this year. No, he's I know, done. I know. So, yeah, you're one, not getting anything for him. One thing, one thing I would say though, Nick, is remember this is only Jacobs' second year. Right. Okay. So they still got three more years after because they got like a five-year contract with right. him as a first rounder. So, right. who's to say if the Raiders do play it smart, maybe they will figure out. Yeah, you are. Well, he might be in the McCaffrey situation where right. he's still young and there's some left on the legs. You know what I mean? Right. McCaffrey, right. you know, it feels like there's some juice left. Um, the, those other guys, it didn't. You know, and I would also you got to look and say how many touches did Jacob have? If he has four or five years of, I you mean, know, how much treads on the game? I yeah. wouldn't want to give him five years, Captain. I'm sure you'd agree oh, with that. And, and I, I got you, and that's why yeah. I kept telling people, I said, if Gruden is responsible for what's going on with the running back situation right. in Oakland, and he wore Cadillac Williams down, yep. he even wore Mike Allstott down at the very end when he was out playing. He just right. wore him into the ground, didn't give a shit, and then had nothing nothing behind them. If, if you're going with that, you better make sure that in year three – of Jacobs with the Raiders, you you better draft a running back. I'm not saying you need to draft in the first round, but you better hit on a, another running back so you get another four years out of it, which would he would be able to pick up if you don't want to pick up that large contract with Jacobs in year six. It's all about effective management of who you have. And I would think that maybe in five years, the Raiders would be one of the, the elite teams in the AFC and we'll see what we have to do. I want to have that problem. But again, I'm I'm projecting. I'm not saying it's going to happen, Coach. I said at the end of those five years, I'd like to see where the Raiders are. Yeah. Okay. I saw this bug, and I'm sure Jacobs, he'll start looking for that contract after year three. He will if he has another Pro Bowl year or two. You know, that's when they go into it. Is in year three, 
and they start, you know, I want to get paid, I'll hold out. I'm not saying Jacobs is going to do that, but right. especially at the running back position because they know, it, you know, it's a position that it's tough to get, you know, money. And um, but well, like I said, every situation is different. That's why with McCaffrey, I didn't have a problem as much because he he seems young and there's more tread on the tires. I thought Zeke was overpaid. I Way thought Zeke. Yeah. Zeke was more of a product. Look, Zeke's a good running back, but Zeke was more of a product of the team than I think his skill. Let's not forget, every year he was going with a top three offensive line, mm-hmm. exactly. and you got to factor that in. That's part yeah, of the game. You could put me behind the offensive line that Zeke would, and, yeah. and I would give you at least seven hundred yards. I, I always say to people, imagine Barry Sanders playing on Emmett Smith's team, and yeah. just right. think what might have happened. With that line, I mean, he'd have been rushing for 2,000 yards every year. And easily, I, I thoroughly believe that. Yep. All right, Captain, you want to give yourself a plug? You got something going on tonight? Yes. Uh, uh, Angela and I will be on her. No, no, no. On her have that one. Oh, okay. it's, on, it's, on, it's on her channel tonight. It'll be the What the Bleed Are We Talking About? And Angela, if you're, if you're still watching, get with me so I can give you the pin so – You'll be able to, to use all the graphics that we use for uh, StreamYard, but it'll be on her channel for Life, Our Raider Story, nine o'clock p.m. tonight. And always a pleasure hanging out with Angela. And uh, yeah, it it doesn't get as volatile as it does here. There you go. Uh, make sure you you hit me up for the pin, Angela, so that you can have it for for the production for your show. And it's always and and we appreciate uh, Hugh Janus being in there. Uh, yeah. When he can't be, I know the coach has to get his beauty sleep, right? Uh, and and no 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 worries there. I understand it. You know, the teachers got to wake up early, so that that's fine. But uh, it's always a pleasure being here on Coach Muddle's show with with, with him. It's a pleasure having you, Captain. <laughs> yeah, all right, good. And uh, yes, and Uranus, thanks for joining us. We appreciate <laughs> everybody hanging out tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, I guess we'll recap that. Uh, you know, baseball game they're playing tonight and uh, whatever else uh, decides to come come out. So make sure you join us. We appreciate everybody checking us out. Make sure you go over to YouTube, uh, subscribe, ring the bell, uh, like us on Facebook. And if you want to check it out on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen to it, Anchor, uh, you can check it out there as well. So thanks a lot, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Take care.